podcast land. This land is podcast. Lane Law and Christian Brooks of Wilderness Law mm-hmm. on a kind of a special edition uh, truck episode of uh, hashtag Hunt Texas Tour Fall 15. Wow, that guy's really. He had his ram, and the license plate was like bolted to the grill like this. Yeah, they do that. It's like a cosmetic thing. I don't know why that's in my truck. I think that's Josie's. Throw it out the window? Uh, no. Down it's Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um. I hope they can see. Because when we were in. We, last time we were hunting at Daughtry. I don't know. We're we'll talk about that in a second. Um, one a dad we ran into. We talked about him a little bit. Uh, he was talking about telling us how there's this youth only hunt over Thanksgiving. Oh, happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving from Wilderness Law to all y'all. A little bit. Um, but when this comes out, it won't be Thanksgiving. No, but we are recording on Thanksgiving. So happy late Thanksgiving. Yeah, that was totally worth wasting time with. Um, uh, they were telling it, and it's a, uh, it's a WMA. And also in South Texas, called uh, Chaparral, which is basically this huge WMA smack in the middle of oil country in South Texas. Um, I've driven past it on the way to a job site once when my company was doing work for an oil company out there. Um, but that's the extent of my that and something else we'll talk about in a second are reasons that this place has been brought to my attention before. And the cool thing is so on these other hunts, it's been we show up late Friday night on Saturday midday we get assigned the unit to get started to hunt. And then hunt through Sunday, either to the end of Sunday or to like midday on Sunday, and that's the whole hunt. This apparently is the longest youth hunt, or the longest one I know of. I'm hoping to do more research on that before next year. Maybe there's another Thanksgiving hunt that's either closer or just different so we can try something different so we do not have tags for this so there is a possibility we won't get to hunt but uh, I called and talked to the guys that run the place and they said they and and what well okay so what the dad said that we talked to was that uh, they give any youth at Chaparral, they give any 
take any and all that show up. Obviously, if there's too many that show up, they can't. But he said that's their goal, is any youth that shows up, stand by, or whatever, um, generally gets fun. I talked to guys that run the place, and they backed them up by saying that they've never had to turn anyone away. So that is the situation. Just finished up our traditional Thanksgiving at Mahalo Dales, where he talked to us about some South Texas hunts he's been on. He's much more experienced at this than us. He's been on a few public land places, federal and state. And we've been me and him have been talking about getting into it more and more. And just seeing what comes of it. So, are you excited, little Mr. Tristan? Yes. Yeah. Um, Tristan. So this podcast, I drank one earlier. I will probably be drinking one when we do the return trip. Uh, the backside of this podcast, uh, Caveman Coffee which is about the greatest stuff on the face of the earth. Um, you took one simple But yeah, you probably, it's like, I would have liked it when I was a kid because it doesn't taste, it, you know, it, it tastes almost like water. Like water that smells like coffee. And it jacks you up. It's like fresh coffee. Uh, they keep saying it's like two time it's like a small can I don't know if y'all can see this since it's the middle of the night we're driving through a rainstorm uh, well we're in a light period right now whatever imagine a monster half of a monster it's smaller than a half of a monster yeah. it's, it's like not a third it's uh, but it's smaller. It's between a third and a half, somewhere in that neighborhood. But it's big. It's big around as a monster can. But it's about you know a little over a third tall. And supposedly that little can has twice or three times the amount of caffeine as a full can of monster. And I don't know if it has to do with the amount or if it's the type. Because it's supposed to be all natural, mixed with filtered water, brewed with filtered water. Uh, Caveman Coffee's out of New Mexico. This really cool dude. Um, I heard, uh, I think he used to be like a UFC dude. I'm not a UFC guy. I think it's fun when I see it, but I don't, I'm not the type of dude that seeks it out. But this guy named Tate Fletcher... There's one of the ponchos at Caveman Coffee, or representative or whatever, I'm not sure how that relationship works, but him and some dudes he knows threw in together 
And there's a whole long sales pitch about the beans coming from a special magical coffee farm in Columbia? Columbia? I don't know. Oh, you weren't there. I want to talk about you. And I'd heard all that. Tate Fletcher's on. He's like real buddy-buddy with Joe Rogan. And I've been listening to Joe Rogan's podcast a lot lately. And uh, Joe Rogan, uh, like, uh, Caveman Coffee is one of his sponsors. Just, I mean, he's hooked up because he's friends with Tate Fletcher. And Tate Fletcher, he was an interesting guy. Just the way he kind of talked and stuff. Can he No, that would be awesome. That would be pretty cool. Uh, right now, I'm just throwing their name out there a lot. Maybe they'll sponsor Really? It's just awesome. It's good stuff. It is good. Because, uh, like, your mother was trying to tell me to go with a different coffee company because we have, like, an in with them. And maybe what I will if, you know, they make us an offer. Because they're good stuff. It's just caveman coffee... The two products that I've tried so far have really knocked it out of the park. Here's the thing. This is like, I'm sure if I ever went to the doctor, and it's probably been... Very long time. 15, 16 Between 15 and 20 years since I've seen a doctor. Because I'm scared of needles. You know, like a real man. <laughs> um, Don't we all have a fear of needles? Uh, if we're intelligent human beings. I mean, it's a tiny stick. It it's a piece of metal that they're shoving inside your meat of your body. Yeah, and then they put stuff inside or take stuff out of you. Yeah, none of those not natural occurrences. Yeah. Uh, the only thing that does that is vampires. Yeah, also vampires unnatural. Are natural. And also not real. Let's hope. Except what's space. Sure. Didn't do it. What the hell are we talking about? I don't know. How do we get off on vampires? Uh, we were talking about, I don't know, let's go back to the caveman yeah. coffee. Yeah, okay. Caveman coffee. Good stuff. Yeah, metabolism. That's what we we're talking about. So I ain't talking to no doctor, but I know it's probably not physiologically kosher that I could drink an entire pot of standard issue brewed coffee and fall right to sleep and not be have any difference in my sleep rhythm That's or not none me. of that. No, you. Up, I would be bouncing off. Of yeah, yeah, you can look at a picture of coffee and be up for a week. <laughs> yeah, I don't remember even when I was a kid, coffee doing any, having any effect on me. I mean, I didn't drink it, you know, multiple cups of coffee when I was a kid, but I drank it pretty regularly. And I just liked, the flavor. of course, it was when I was a kid. It was almost more milk and sugar than coffee. Yeah, that's what's funny. <clears throat> so. Alright, but if I drink one of them little cans of this caveman coffee stuff, and I guess that's a big deal. I'm just, it's something I've become reasonably aware of, so it's the thing that is really, like, 
I'm super excited about it right now. But it also works on me better than anything I've ever had. I don't know if I'll work up an immunity to it or tolerance, I guess that's actually the word, since it's not biocane powder. Um, but for right now, uh, it does a good job of waking me up. Can I tell you a completely off the subject thing? Listen. I'm all about tangents, so why not? And some people can build up an immunity to some set types of deodorant. Like, what? Is that your excuse for smelling like shit no. all the time? Oh, no. But, like, my stepsister, Samantha, she doesn't live with us. But, she can only use certain deodorant. Types of deodorant for like two or three months before she builds up an immunity. I mean, even when she's wearing it, her armpits still smell like that. That's a bad situation. Yeah. So she has to get like. So, what's your excuse? I just don't put her on. Yeah, because you're a disgust. I keep forgetting. You're the weird, gross kid in class that everyone makes fun of, aren't you? No. And everyone's scared to eat lunch next to you. No. I know, you have tons of friends who are also weird. Is it are weird? Huh? Is it the are weird? Yes, you're, are y'all like the weird group? No, we're the funny group. Everybody else is super serious, so we're like, the like... Yeah, I think you win that lottery then, in my not-so-humble opinion. Yeah, like, me and three other friends. Mm. No, yeah, no. No, yeah, there, no. There's three of us in the group. I'm one of them, so two other friends. Um. Oh, you know what? Let's get back on track. Okay. So, we'll talk about your little weird group of nerds and at some point in the future. Really South Texas, Chaparral, WMA. What is the other thing that has brought that place to our attention oh. in recent months or weeks? They have found warthogs, African warthogs, in this WMN, Wildlife Management Area. And last week or something, somebody killed one. Well, we left it 
No, it was like 6.37 originally. And then we had to turn back around because you forgot to give Nana socks. Long story. Excuse me. Hopefully. Maybe I'll edit that out. Maybe I won't. We'll see. You should. It's part of your natural physique. Natural physique. I'm pretty sure one or all of those words you're using incorrectly. So Walmart! They also don't sponsor this podcast. So Nobody sponsors this podcast. Can I not say that? Um, I don't give a shit. Okay. I, um, copyright right? I don't copyright. want, I definitely would not want Walmart to sponsor anything. I don't, I mean, obviously I've given them enough money and I, I live in the world, yeah. so... That just happens as part of life, especially when you're a hunter and you find yourself in odd corners of the world at 3 o'clock in the morning. Odd corners of the deer line, of the deer park. Deer park? I don't deer. know. You and the English language are not having a good night. Um, we're about to have to turn the podcast off just for logistics reasons. Because I'm going to have to get my map going. But I know that it's been a while since I drove to this one part of San Antonio, and I don't know if they've made changes to it, because we're going through a different part than we went through last time. Cool! Well, similar part, different side. Like, last time we skated along the uh, east side of downtown, and this time we'll swing around the west side. Because uh, we're going, this time we're continuing on, like, towards Laredo instead of towards Corpus Christi. Like, Laredo's, like, straight south-ish, whereas Corpus Christi is on the coast. Which way is the coast? That way? No. That way. Closer? That way. Kind of like that. That way. What direction is that? It's like southwest. Oh my god, how are you alive at all? Southeast. Yep. No, it's it's north south. Because it just covers all of it, so I'm so terrified when you get a driver's license. If I call you and like I'm like 32. Ask for directions. Make sure you find me and slap me, okay? I'm just about guaranteed. Um. Hooters! That academy is where Jason bought his uh, shotgun, which he just sold sadly because he needed monies and also he's terrible with it. You're good at setting on something and shooting, you're just not good at wing shooting. Yeah. Neither am I. Like, that's yeah. like, that's a, like a stationary thing, I can shoot it, but. Yeah, that's what I just said. Yeah. Thanks for repeating what I just said. <laughs> I'm not good words. at flying things. That made exactly the same thing. Yeah. 
Yeah. Um, neither am I. So. South Texas. It's really dark, so hopefully I'll find some video I can edit over y'all not being able to see us due to said darkness. What? what? Who? Huh? What a That's a cool church. Uh, yes, that is one of those like big, huge, mega, multi-million dollar churches. Yes, let us eat. And let us right, eat so the crunchy stuff. There's Lane Law. Yes, Tristan Brooks. Or the boys. From you're the boy. From Wilderness Law. Signing off. Uh, the first half of this. I'm calling. I'm thinking it's like a two B, like the number two and the letter B, like Daughtry was truck episode two. This is truck said 2B since it was largely unplanned until kind of last minute. Yeah. And just got kind of tagged on. Yeah. Although part one wasn't really, it definitely wasn't what we planned to go hunting that weekend. But. Just kind of had fun. Huh? Huh? Well, remember, we, we planned to hunt. No, we planned to hunt at the. Uh, Gus Engling and the rain, the flooding oh, yeah. through that up and we ended up hunting at White Oak Creek. That was a cool place. That was a cool place. For Even we didn't see here. Definitely me. Um, and those idiots on the side by side. The more I think about that. And I remember uh, when we were set up at where we saw that snake oh, yeah. and we heard that motor or engine and left we saw the side by side tracks. So okay. Huh? Okay, you turn it off. I just need to turn it off. That's ominous. Alright. This is us signing off. Alright, well there's we're started. Second half of the Chaparral WMA episode. Chaparral was horrible. That was, uh, yeah. Uh, it was high fence. <sighs> yeah, well. Um. Oh, I'm so tired. So, yeah, so we got there. Went through the whole, you know, we slept in the truck, which has kind of become a tradition. Woke up, set up the tent, and the, like the, this is my, the, my weather app said it's gonna rain a little bit. Like, 
15% chance or whatever. 25% chance at random little points. And I guess I got cocky is what it comes down to. Because, like, we'd, we had the tent when we did the East Texas hunt. We did the... There was, like, you know, much higher chances of rain. And it did rain a whole lot. And we put the tarp up over the tent. And never had a single ounce of moisture inside the tent. So I was like, man, this tent isn't that susceptible to rainfall. So, what was it? So we left yeah, Thanksgiving night. We left Austin, got to the thing, slept in the truck. So Friday morning is when we set up the tent set up a tarp we suspended a tarp over it but it wasn't 100% over it I thought eh, that'll be enough you know like the front half of it where the doorway is was covered we're good and then the rest of it of the tarp covered like the, there's a picnic table so here we go to the whole thing uh, where you show up, you sign up as a standby hunter since we weren't drawn for this. And there was a ton of standby hunters. So they counted everything up. There's 48 hunt units. And they said if they had to, they have, you know, most of the hunt units have more than one blind in them. And if they had to, they would fill up all those blinds. But they didn't have to. The way they made it sound anyways was they had exactly enough people for the 48 units. Uh, some of the units they did do were, it would be like siblings, uh, since it's a youth hunt, siblings would, you know, one parent and two or three siblings would be in the same unit, and the guide would tell them, you know, well, once it, it's your unit, you get to hunt it however you want. And, uh, and I only know that because we were next to uh, Dad and his two or three in the back of the truck was it two or three sons I think it was three yeah. but I may be wrong I think there was one in the front passenger seat yeah and uh and then uh and when we drove up you were the first you made the comment hey there's high fence and I was like and in my head I'm like because I'd driven past it however many millions years ago and I remembered seeing some high fence. I was like, and at the time I, I didn't know anything about WMAs but I assumed that it had to do with like studies. So they had high fenced off little chunks in my head. This is how it worked. 
pine fenced off little chunks and you would do habitat or population growth reduction whatever studies in little uh, like an outdoor laboratory scenario well that's why it's high fenced but we got there and they said all what is it 35,000 acres I think of the WMA every single bit of it has high fence so honestly I thought about leaving right then and maybe I should have but it just seemed kind of stupid because we had you know left Thanksgiving early driven all night slept in a cold truck well, it wasn't that cold yet. It got cold later. And, uh, set up a tent, blah, blah, blah. Like, so I talked, and then, and the, honestly, the thing that drew me in more than that was warthogs and javelina. I was like, I don't know when I'll ever get a chance to see a javelina again. Still haven't seen one for the record. Oh, uh, never saw Havelina. Never saw Warthog. Uh, barely saw a deer. Um, so yeah, so it rained all day Friday. We went out and hunted. We didn't really get cold then. I guess the cold front blew in that night, Friday night. Because, but we got back to camp and opened the tent, which we had thrown our sleeping bags and stuff in, and there's standing water in the bottom of the tent. So, lesson learned. I'm stupid. I should have covered it with the tarp. So next, so now I gotta buy. I'm gonna buy a second tarp, so one we can cover the tent with one if we need like a makeshift awning uh, to eat under we can do that lesson learned I mean that's part of this whole thing is to learn what we're going to do and then there's the whole thing of dinner also part of this thing we've been doing this hunt Texas tour fall 15 joke although we're kind of wanting to call it the Wildcat Tour of Texas because uh, we got to see another Bobcat which is pretty cool and a ton of Bobcat tracks and coyote tracks so anyway Tristan I wanted to ask you I'm kind of rambling and I do need to apologize to anyone who listens to this podcast uh, we are exhausted so I hope we do justice to all of the subjects we're going to cover in this conversation. We're going to do our damnedest. But here we go. So Tristan, when we were sitting in that uh, visitor center and they said everything was high fence, what was the first actual 
legitimately, what was the first thought that went through your head? Meaning what exactly? First thing I thought was the holy police. Yeah. Because you wouldn't want to do it. Um, and my second reaction was If I'd been there by myself, I probably would have left. But I felt bad dragging your ass all that way. And so, like, this is... I'll tell you straight up what, like, was in my head vaguely. Was, we are going to hunt, and I just wasn't going to tell you... that I felt shitty about it being a high fence hunt. And, I mean, we hunted the whole damn time. It was a two and a half day hunt. We left like two hours early, I think. So like two hours before sundown. But we hadn't really seen any animals. Like, sitting in the blind, we saw two does and two uh, yearlings. Zero pigs, zero warthogs, zero javelinas. A million rabbits. Zero coyotes. Yeah, a whole lot of rabbits. And I guess I got the idea from talking at uh, Texas Parks and Wildlife guy there at the end. I got the idea. They would not have been happy if we would have taken rabbits. As much as I know you love to kill rabbits and eat them, because they are tasty. Huh? <laughs> um. Yeah, flooded tent. Slept in the truck. Try it. Tell me how it was. Are we even 
Yeah, so we had cliff bars and coffee or water or whatever that drink, aspire drink is. For breakfast, beef jerky and cheese. For lunch. For lunch. And then both nights we were there, we went, we drove, was it? 16, no, it's eight miles to the highway, then it's another like eight or so north. So it's like 16 or more miles from the WMA to Civilization. And we went to town both nights and ate. Because... Well, and then, like, I was going to burn their wood. You read that sign and said we weren't allowed to burn their wood. So... I guess I'm glad we didn't do that and get in trouble or something. I think we probably could have gotten away with it, but it wasn't worth trying to figure out, trying to do the work required to burn wet wood. Because that is a pain in the ass we found out in East Texas. Taco Bell, or not a national chain. It's something I only know of existing in South Texas called a Taco Palenque, something like that. I've made it before in San Antonio. It's pretty good. And, uh, and we ate it. Damn, what's the name of that town? Catula. Good, man. I was just blanking on it. Uh, Sucks getting old. Catula is the town that's getting old, does weird things to your head, where you forget words like Catula. Apparently, those taillights, those are ridiculous. Right there, that's Chevy. Exactly, they're like aftermarket, they're not supposed to look like that. Stop. Um. Oh, and I guess, I don't know if the video on this is going to be useful, because of course it's after dark again. Ah, so, that's a rambling, hopefully not too terribly boring podcast. So, the high fence thing, I guess, is kind of... We didn't get anything, and like I told you, when... We decided to leave. Kind of glad about that. Yeah, that was the first time I was actually happy. Yeah, like I, I was trying to not say it out loud because I just I don't know. Uh, it it didn't. Part of it didn't feel like my decision to make, but I didn't want you to be leaving because you're lazy. You know, I don't know. It's a lot of swimming in my head. But I'm glad your first deer wasn't a high fence deer. 
So, because I ain't never going back inside a high fence again. Now, if somebody said, come in here, we're going to go after just Warthog. Okay. Or Quail. Because yeah. obviously a high fence doesn't matter with Quail. Um, and we saw Quail. That's another thing. I've never seen Quail in my entire life. They've been on the verge of being endangered in Texas my whole life. But this year, is they said it's the best. Is that awesome? No, that's, uh, that's um, actually a mountain wall. <laughs> that yeah. Oh, over there? No, 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 that's a uh, quarry. Um, what were we talking about? So this year is supposed to be like the best uh, quail population numbers Texas has seen in over 40 years or something. So I'd love to hunt quail, but the quail dates are the same as deer dates. And I'm not giving up a deer hunt to go hunt quail. up and I didn't have an opportunity to go deer hunting but I did have an opportunity to go quail hunting yeah I'd go hunting some quail I'm sure I'd be terrible at it I, would be I don't even know the regs I don't know if you got a wing shoot of them or if you can pop them on the ground or what you gotta flush them really? so are you supposed to use a dog? well uh, what you can do is you can just walk around and they'll be like throw them up You know what would be cool is to be on a lease and have one guy there that had a good tracking dog so that if I lost a deer I could be like, hey man, go get your dog, we gotta find my deer. Because I've heard all sorts of awesome stories about how much easier it is, you know, like when you don't have a good blood trail or whatever, how easy it is for a good trail dog to find your deer. Yeah, with the hog. Yep. So, I don't know. Some, yeah. I guess we should have just left. Maybe. Not because, and not because we were unsuccessful. I don't know, like that's the other thing too, the possibility of getting a Warthog was pretty cool. And we were already there, right? Yeah, I don't know. That's, a Warthog is something that people will pay 15000 or more to go to Africa to hunt. And they'll pay about that to hunt them inside a private high fence. And that's another thing too, is this is, this doesn't make it any better that we hunted it but or we sat there right? 
but a Texas Parks and Wildlife high fence thing isn't quite like going to one of these stupid high fence ranches where you get a brochure that shows you exactly what you know deer you're going to get. The deer inside this high fence are supposed to be managed just like wild deer in that they're only managed by hunters. They aren't bred. It's just they have the high fence so they can control their study their whatever studies are doing. I don't yeah, like I say, I don't think it makes it that much better, but maybe it's like two percent better. Or two percent less shitty. Better way to say that, more correct. So, alright, I don't know. Do you have anything else you want to say about the the chap, as they called it? Everybody there was nice, I want to say that. Like, all the people that run it are really cool. Uh, they're super nice people. Every, all the other hunters were super nice people. Handful of people there got javelinas. That's pretty cool. Pretty I'd like sure to get one that's free range. Yeah, we were thinking somebody got a warhog because there was a guy check that had just gotten done checking in a kill and uh, everybody was acting kind of different about it. And I don't know. We didn't get to ask what that was, but Uh, anything else, Tristan? Yes. I'm very tired. You're That's what I mumbling, see. boy. I said I'm very tired. That's from me who mumbles all the time. Um, I am as well. So. You want some caveman coffee? we do this, you can catch some Z's since it's your bedtime and you got school in the morning. What? You have to talk where people can understand you. Then why'd you say it at all? <laughs> Goofball. Alright. Your brain's starting to slip away. Mine slipped away years ago. <laughs> so, alright. This is Lane Law. And Tristan Brooks. For Wilderness Law, signing off.